Welcome to the Wealthy Woman's Podcast, a podcast for high-achieving women who are great at making money but struggle to build wealth. You'll learn how to take control of your money, increase your net worth, and make more. Ladies, it's time to create a life of more money and more freedom. Let's dive in. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited for this episode because this is going to help so many people. So we're going to talk about our credit today and how to have excellent credit. So no matter where you are on the credit spectrum, if you have good credit and you want to make it excellent, this episode is for you. If it's already excellent and you want to keep it there, this episode is for you. And if you are, you know, just okay when it comes to your credit, this episode is definitely going to help you as well because we're going to help you go from good to great or from just okay to really good. Okay, I'm going to give you everything you need to know in order to have a great credit score. And I believe that anyone is capable of creating this for themselves. Okay. But before we get started, I have a couple questions for you. Are you tired of making lots of money, but not having a lot to show for it? Are you frustrated because it seems like no matter how many new clients you get, raises, promotions, or bonuses, you spend everything you make? You may save a little bit in your 401k, but you don't have much more than that. Are you ready to take control of your money, but the thought of going on a strict budget makes you cringe? If so, then I have a solution for you that is based on life coaching, which is likely something you never, ever tried before. It understands your psychology when it comes to money and your behaviors. It's going to solve not only those symptoms of not having as much money as you want, overspending, not saving, going into debt. It's going to solve those symptoms, but it's also going to go deeper to solve the root cause so that you never struggle with building wealth again. This is what we create inside of my signature money coaching program, the Wealthy Woman's Academy. And here's how it works. So as of October, 2023, you will get four one-to-one sessions with me and a full year of support and guidance. Because here's what I know. I know that in four weeks, four different sessions, I can give you everything you need to know in order to take control of your money and build wealth without having to give up your lifestyle. 100% super confident I can give you everything that you need to know in those four sessions. However, You have been living your life the way you've been living your life. You've been handling money the way you handle money for years and years. So you have habits that need to be changed and habit change takes time. And so I want to give you one full year of support where every month you'll get a schedule of group coaching calls that you get to come to, to get support guidance, coaching, and accountability so that you can actually follow through on all the things you're going to learn and decide during our four weeks together. And you'll also get a members portal where you'll get all of my courses and all of my lessons around money and you'll be able to reference them 24-7 and get any support you need in between our meetings with each other, okay? And those 
calls that'll happen on a monthly basis. You get to come to as many of them as you want. You may want to come to a few of them, or you may want to come to all of them. Some of my clients come to every one and they hardly miss any. And others come as they need. There is no right way, but you will have a full year of support so that you can get your money under control and you can start building wealth once and for all. Okay, so I just want to give you a sneak peek of what will happen during our four one-to-one sessions. So you're going to set your financial goals for the next year and beyond because here's what I know. If you don't have financial goals, you're going to keep creating the same financial results over and over again. And we have to give our brain a go so that we know what direction we're going in. If we don't have goals, then we're going to continue to create the same life over and over again. We have to give our brain direction. Then you're going to figure out your lifestyle values so that you can start funneling your money towards things that are truly important to you. Here's what I know. Most of you, many of you are spending money on things that you really don't care about, right? You're spending money impulsively to fulfill urges that you're having, right? You have a shopping urge or you're feeling bored or you're feeling frustrated. And so you shop and indulge in retail therapy to make yourself feel better. So you're using your money for things that don't even really matter to you. So in our time together, you're going to figure out your lifestyle values, the top three to five things that are so important to you. And and typically with most of my clients, that's financial security, travel, adventure, family happiness, and things like that. And once you know those lifestyle values, then you can start making sure that you're intentionally funding those values so that the things that are most important to you are happening in your life, okay? Then you're gonna learn my formula and strategies to stop overspending, which is only sabotaging your wealth building efforts, right? So many of you tell me you overspend, you overspend, and that's why you can't save. That's why you can't get out of debt. That's why you're not investing. That's why you're not doing the things you really wanna do. You're not able to travel and have fun and really live life to the fullest because you're overspending. And so I want you to know that's sabotage and I'm gonna help you to stop that. And then you're going to learn how to create a non-restrictive, realistic plan for your money that you'll actually want to follow on a monthly basis because it's going to include your financial goals and the things and experiences that are truly important to you. Remember, we're going to figure that out. You're going to do an assessment. I'm going to help you through it where you're going to figure out what those values are and what's truly important to you. Okay, and then you're going to also learn how to actually follow through with your plan, because I hear that all the time too. Jermaine, I make a plan or I make a budget, but I don't follow through with it. I'm going to give you my formula for actually following through with it so that you can actually change your financial life. And then you're also going to know how to get back on track when you mess up a little bit, because here's the thing. We are human beings and we are not perfect and perfection is the enemy of progress. I don't know who said that. That's a beautiful quote because many times my clients are expecting perfection out of themselves and when they don't do it perfectly, they wanna quit and that's how you don't make progress. That's how you stay in the same situation year after year after year. But what if we just decided that I already know I'm gonna mess up, but I'm gonna have a strategy around how to get back on track after I mess up. And that is what I'm going to give you. So those four weeks, you're going to get everything, literally everything you need to know in order to build wealth. And then you're going to get a full year of support so that you can actually implement it 
because I understand like knowledge is one thing, but actually implementing the things you learn, that is what gets you the results. That is what changes your life. If this sounds like exactly what you need, then you are invited to book an interest call with me. And do not procrastinate on this. If you're like, this is what I need. I really want to take control of my money. I'm tired of living like this. Then today is the day. Do not allow yourself to be excited now and then not take action. Because the longer we wait, the likelihood of us actually doing what we want to do diminishes. There's actually a science. It's called the law of diminishing intent. It's like when you have an idea, you're most motivated to take action on that idea immediately within like the first 24 hours. And after that, the intent diminishes and you never, ever implement the idea. That's why so many people get excited about something, but they never, ever do it because they waited. They didn't take action when they were inspired to take action. Okay. So go to the show notes book your interest call. Let's chat about if this is a good fit for you and get you started. Okay. So now let's talk about your credit. So we're going to start with the basics. Your credit score is a number that ranges from 300 to 850. It estimates how likely you'll repay borrowed money and other bills. This is calculated from information found in your credit accounts. And there are three credit bureaus that gather this information and create your credit score as well as your credit report. And I'm sure you've heard of them before. It's Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. Now, credit scores, like I said, they range from 300 to 850, but I want to give you the breakdown. So anything between 300 and 629 is considered bad credit. Anything from 630 to 689 is considered fair credit. Anything between 690 and 719 is considered good credit. And then anything between 720 and 850 is considered to be excellent credit. Now, there are two different scoring systems. One is called the FICO and one is called Vantage. They're both reputable. So FICO, a lot of times, is used by lenders. Like when you go to buy a home or to get an auto loan, they pull your FICO score. But if you ever use websites like Credit Karma and things like that, a lot of times they use Vantage. They're both reputable. And if you have a good score with one, you very likely will have a good score with the other. Now that you know what a credit score is, I want to take a moment to talk about the mindset that you can embrace regarding your credit. So I'm a life coach. So, you know, I'm always going to talk about that mindset, that psychology, even when it comes to your credit score. There's a certain mindset that you can definitely adopt that will really help you along the way. Okay, so here's what I want you to know before we get into all of the other information. You are not your credit score. I don't care if you have a 500 credit score. That does not mean anything about your worthiness. Your credit worthiness does not determine your self-worthiness. You are infinitely worthy because you are a human being living on this earth and you were created by God. So your credit score is just a number based on your past behavior with credit. That's it. And back then, 
if your credit isn't where you want it to be, you just made some decisions and took some sort of actions that got you there, but it doesn't determine your worthiness as a person, okay? And I want you to know, no matter where you are on the credit spectrum, you have what it takes to create an excellent credit score. So if you're good, you can be excellent. And if you're not so good, you can be excellent, right? I want you to really embrace this. Use your credit intentionally by planning ahead using your prefrontal cortex. This is how you're gonna get to excellent. Episode seven, I talk about the battle between your brain and your bank account, where I really talk about the importance of putting your prefrontal cortex, that adult side of you, that adult part of your brain in charge of your money. And a lot of us get into trouble with credit when we allow our primitive brain to drive us to use credit to overspend, impulse spend, and indulge in immediate gratification. And this robs us of our ability to keep our money, right? And it takes away from our future selves. Our future selves are now the ones having to pay the consequences for those impulsive actions back when, okay? So when it comes to your credit, The goal is to always use your prefrontal cortex so that you're making the best decisions. And when you do that, you're going to protect and preserve your credit and you're going to use it wisely, right? The last thing we want to do is to use our credit to indulge in overspending and impulse spending and immediate gratification. Credit is a tool And so my hope is that we all get to use it to our advantages, okay? So now let's go ahead and get into why your credit score is so important. So your credit score is important because it determines if you can borrow money or not. It also determines how much you'll pay for the money and that is your interest rate. Employers even look at this nowadays, depending on your role, depending on what your job title is or what your responsibilities will be, employers may look at your credit score. Auto insurers, they decide your premiums based on your credit score. Landlords use it. If you need to rent property or anything like that, your rents will be higher. You will have to leave higher security deposits if your credit isn't good. Cell phone companies and even utilities are looking at our credit scores. And I want you to know that a person with a 620 range, which is a not so great credit score, will pay $65,000 more on average for a $200,000 mortgage than someone with a 760 credit score. So having a poor credit score costs you Tens of thousands of dollars. If you think about all of the different ways or times you have to borrow money, like it can literally add up to be so much money over time. Okay, so now let's get to the nitty gritty, what you all want to know. And that is what goes into a credit score. So number one, the most important thing that goes into your credit score is paying your bills on time. Okay, this actually makes up 35% of your credit score. And they're not only looking at, you know, if you pay your bills on time or not, but they also look at how often you're late, how far past due you are, 
how much you didn't pay. And I want you to know that partial payments are late payments. And no matter what, if you can control it, at least always, always pay your minimum balance due on time. Of course, you want to pay more than your minimum. But if you ever find yourself in a pickle and you can only do your minimum, that is good because that will keep your credit payment history in tip-top shape. Now, I want you to know that most creditors do not report late payments until you're 30 days past due. However, if you're one day late, they will charge you a late fee and those late fees can be like 40 bucks. Not only that, they could even increase your interest rate if you're late. So do not be late. Pay on time. One day late could cost you a lot, a lot of money. And if you're more than 30 days late, it will be a huge, huge ding on your credit score. Here are some pro tips to avoid late payments. Use a spending plan, right? A non-restrictive spending plan that works for you will keep you on track so that you're paying your bills on time. Now, this is something we work on extensively inside of the Wealthy Woman's Academy because I truly believe that a spending plan is the roadmap to build wealth, okay? Set alerts and reminders. Sometimes we just forget, like, Most of you all are making great money. You are not missing your payments because you don't have the money. Like that's not your problem, but sometimes you just forget. And I am a witness to that. I've forgotten before in the past too. So set some alarms and um, reminders or enroll in auto pay. That's an excellent way to make sure you're paying your things on time. And then pick a due date that works for you. Sometimes you get paid like twice a month. So for me, I get paid the 15th and the last day of the month. So I like to have my bills come out at the beginning of the month and like around the middle of the month. So most creditors are very flexible, even utilities and cell phone companies. They will let you pick dates that work for you. So do that. Pick a date that works best for you. So the second most important thing that contributes to your credit score is your credit utilization. This is how much of your available credit you're using at a given point in time. And this accounts for 30% of your score. So it's super important as well. So if you have a lot of credit that you're using and you're close to your overall limit, that will lower your score, okay? So you need to really know your credit limits and try to keep your usage to less than 30%. So if you have... $30,000 worth of credit, you only want to be using $10,000 of that credit at the most. You definitely don't want to go above that because that will get you a ding in this area of your credit, the credit utilization. So you definitely want to look at all of the credit cards you have, add up all of the limits, and then that's your utilization that you have available to you. And you want to keep that below 30%. So if you have $30,000 worth of credit, you want to keep your utilization at $10,000 and below. And that's cumulative. That's according to all of your accounts, not just one. So technically, you could have three cards and they all have a $10,000 limit. And let's say you don't have any balances on two of the cards, but you have a $10,000 balance on one, that's fine because you're still within that total cumulative utilization of less than 30% or at 30%. 
Okay, here are some pro tips to help with your credit utilization. Pay down your balances prior to the closing date. That often helps because then it won't get reported. Leave cards open after they are paid off because that credit that you're not using helps with your overall available utilization or available credit. So those two were the biggies, like paying on time and your credit utilization, they account together for 65% of your credit score. Now let's talk about some components that are a little less important, but still they add up because everything matters, right? So number three is to keep older accounts. This accounts for 15% of your score. So those credit cards that you've had since you were in college, keep those. Those are helping your credit. So if you have any newer accounts that you are not using and you you really don't have a problem with your credit utilization, you can close those if you want to and try to avoid a bunch of new accounts like store cards and things like that and just make sure you keep your old ones. Number four is to maintain a mix of credit. This accounts for 10% of your score. So that just means that you have some installment credit and revolving. Installment credit or installment loans are those with ending dates like a five-year car loan or a 30-year mortgage. And then revolving credit is like credit cards, which means you're able to borrow and pay it off, borrow and pay it off and keep going and going and going. That's why it's called revolving. And then the final component is to limit new credit, which is kind of the opposite of number three. And this also accounts for 10% of your score, because if you open up a lot of new credit accounts, this could be a red flag to creditors and avoid opening new accounts in exchange for discounts. Listen, I know that when we go to Marshalls and TJ Maxx and even Walgreens now, everybody's offering you a credit card. Just say no. The discount isn't necessarily worth it because it is gonna ding your credit and it's just like you're just opening yourself up to just indulging in impulse purchases that you probably don't need to, okay? So plan ahead, use your credit cards wisely and try to avoid opening up a bunch of new accounts. Now, here's our final point for today. I'm gonna give you some strategies around how to improve your credit so that you can take it from good to great or from just okay to really good. We already know pay on time. Also pay down balances before the billing cycle ends or you can make several payments a month to help you with that. Also, ask for credit limit increases, but don't use the credit. Here's a strategy that you could use. You can become an authorized user. You can choose someone you trust who has excellent credit and they're not going to, you know, mess things up. You can ask them to let you be an authorized user on their accounts. Now, I've done this personally for family who was, you know, really serious about taking control of their money and building wealth. And they really wanted to get their credit back up to a good status. And I helped them with that. So what I did was I have an American Express card that I never use and it has like a $10,000 balance on it. And I added my people to it. I never gave them the card though. So I added them to that, but I never ever gave them the card. I actually cut it up as soon as it arrived to my house. And what happened was they were able to take on that good credit history. They were able to take on that 
limit. So now their utilization was lower because now they had $10,000 available credit that they were no longer using. So if you have someone in your life like that, that you want to help, if you have excellent credit, that's a great way to do it. I recommend that you do not give them the card. But if you're on the other end of the spectrum, you can ask someone, maybe it's a parent, maybe it's someone else that you trust, a a sister or brother, someone close to you who you know has their financial life in order, you know there's not going to be any issues because if they get into trouble with that credit card, you get into trouble. That's going to show on your report. So just be really, really careful with that. But it is an idea that it is a strategy, but only use it very, very carefully and with people that you trust. Okay. Also, check your credit reports often. Every one of us get a free credit report every single year that you do not need to pay for. And you need to just go to annualcreditreport.com to get it. Check for errors. Check for misplaced accounts because, or even identity theft. You really want to just be paying attention to your credit. And what you want to do is if you find something on there that shouldn't be, dispute by mail only do not dispute on the websites of these credit bureaus because you want to have a paper trail showing that you sent them a letter and you want to send it certified because they have a short time window. I want to say 30 days to respond to you and to verify that that information is correct or incorrect. And if they cannot verify it within 30 days, they must remove it from your credit report and they must let all the other credit bureaus know that they removed it. So you definitely want to do it by mail, certified mail, and make sure you follow up on it. And if they don't respond to you, then guess what? They have to remove it. Finally, diversify your credit. So that's just having a mix between revolving and installment loans. So if you only have installments, maybe it's time to think about getting a credit card Only if you feel like you can handle it, only if you feel like this is something that you want to do. Because remember, this part is worth 10% of your credit. But if you are like on the verge of very good and excellent, you're like, you know what? I think I want to tip it over to that 800 range. Then guess what? You can maybe get a small revolving loan. Or if you don't have any installments, maybe you get a small installment personal loan just to diversify your credit. Okay, this is small potatoes. But it could be great for those who just need a little tweak to their credit score. All right. So I hope this episode was helpful for you, no matter where you are on the credit spectrum. Remember, your credit score does not determine your worthiness as a human being. And no matter where you are, you are capable of having an excellent credit score. Take it from me. Remember, I filed bankruptcy years ago and now I have great credit. So you can do the same thing. And remember, if you're ready to get help and you're ready to take your money to the next level, you are invited to book an interest call to join the Wealthy Woman's Academy to see if it's something that is right for you. All right, I will see you all next time. Bye-bye. Hey, before you go, if you're ready to create a life with more money and more freedom, then you're invited to join the Wealthy Woman's Academy, my signature coaching program where you'll learn how to take control of your money and build wealth without sacrificing your lifestyle. To get started, head on over to germainefoleycom slash WWA. That's Jermaine with a G. See you over there. Bye-bye.